Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc for the next couple of days. And I'm so thankful that you joined me here today. And we're going to be talking about several things today. Pardon, I've got a little bit of a frog in my throat, had a little bit of congestion stuff. In fact, that's why we didn't do the show on Friday. I was supposed to do it Friday. And this is actually Sunday evening. And then I'm going to be back with you tomorrow. And then we owe you one more uh, episode, but we're going to get that in. But I'm so thankful that you joined us. Doc's out. Uh, he and Peggy traveling. I had a wedding to go to or uh, a birthday party to go to for his mom. And so, uh, but we'll, uh, we're going to muddle through it. I'm so thankful that you joined us here today. This is the Doc Washburn Show, at, uh, episode 280. Uh, and uh, thank you for joining the podcast. Make sure you share this with someone. Let them know uh, about the podcast. We're just so thankful uh, to have you. We are brought to you by Red River Auto Group, Red River Your Way. Uh, these are wonderful people. Uh, Mitch Ward and the great people at Red River Auto Group. Uh, they are people who believe in liberty. They called us when Doc was fired from Cumulus Media. And said, we want to be a part of the Doc Washburn show. And for over a year now, they have been, been tremendous supporters. So we're so thankful for them. We'll be talking about them a little bit later. Also, uh, turnmypoweron.com. And uh, this is a great um, program or uh, actually physical uh, treatment uh, that can help you in so many different ways. We'll be talking about turnmypoweron.com here a little bit. And uh, so thankful for them sponsoring the show today. And then also uh, a brand new sponsor, PatriotMobile.com. PatriotMobile.com. Make sure that if you check out Patriot Mobile that you uh, put in there the keyword DOC, D-O-C, uh, PatriotMobile.com, and put in the keyword DOC, and uh, they will uh, give you a, a free activation. And uh, so you will uh, you will enjoy that. Uh, so very much. So, so thankful to have you. A lot happened over the last week. I'm going to do an episode tomorrow. I was going to do it. Um, I was going to do it today, but uh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And I'm going to talk about uh, why uh, the GOP underperformed, uh, notwithstanding uh, the fraud, notwithstanding. That's just become, uh, I guess, now uh, normalcy uh, in our elections in Michigan, especially in Arizona. Uh, probably other places uh, by far and large in some of these swing states, uh, Wisconsin, Arizona, uh, Georgia, uh, and uh, it seems like Michigan. These are are the real uh, uh, tough spots as far as fraud because you have uh, these uh, Democratic counties. A lot of these urban areas are, are ran by Democrats. And so uh, and those sit, those municipalities and then those counties are predominantly Democrats, and so they they run things. Don't forget, a Democrat's like the devil; they can't tell the truth. So when they tell you there's no election fraud, that means there is election fraud. Um, I, I saw something today. Let me see if I can pull that up. And I thought it was fascinating. Uh, it was talking about the um, comparing Florida to uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, comparing Florida to Arizona uh, and uh, a couple of other uh, uh, other uh, let's see I got it right here I think uh, but basically uh, you know uh, Arizona is what seven million people uh, the other state that was listed it, it didn't come to mind right now was a couple million three million four million people 
Uh, Florida's 22 million people. And so it's like uh, uh, 7 million people. Uh, they're going on a week. In fact, in a couple of days, it'll be a week uh, that they still don't have the election results uh, in Arizona. Uh, in, and, uh, and then in Florida, they have 22 million people. They knew by midnight who the winners were. So, uh, you know, it, it's just it stands to reason that there's there's a real issue. And, and here's the thing. If you don't want people to question your elections, then get it right. Quit having the same problems over and over. OK, Let, let's assume and I don't agree with it and I don't think it's the case, but let's assume it's just uh, ineptness. It's bad equipment. It's uh, whatever. Well, if you continue to be if, if you or I continue to be accused of being a thief because we had equipment that wasn't operating properly or we weren't getting things done in time. You know what we'd do? We'd fix it. Uh, and they don't. They have the same problem over and over. So if you don't want to be accused of being a criminal, being a thief, uh, then don't take a week to get your – or, you know, Tuesday they won't have it in Tuesday either. Uh, then quit slow walking your results. Do like Florida. Uh, take the – uh, take the uh, lead of a of a state that has three times the uh, residents or citizens that you, or voters that you do. I think that's actually uh, citizens. Three times the the amount of citizens you do, and can get theirs done in the evening. Uh, besides, don't tell me that we we can't do that when we can have people uh, what thirty. 40 million people play the lottery and we know who the winner is by eight o'clock. So, you know, spare me. Um, it, you, you know what you, uh, you, 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 uh, get the results you want to get. And, and, and I, I often say this, people do what they want to do. If you wanted results by midnight, you would have it, but you don't want it by midnight. You want to slow walk it, find out. In fact, uh, I posted this the other day and said, you know, Tuesday is no longer election day for Democrats. It's, uh, how many more votes do we need day? And so they let everybody vote on Tuesday. Then they try to figure out how many votes they need. That's the bottom line. And again, if that's not true, then stop it. Then then quit. Uh, if that's not true, then get all the vote in by midnight. Uh, you know, I remember I'm 61 years of age, and I can remember uh, quite a few uh, 30 years ago so when we didn't have near the um, technology that we have now. And we would know before – uh, you know, that was back when TV went off the air at midnight. Remember Dr. Ernest Holloway <clears throat> saying the prayer there in Monroe, Louisiana, or West Monroe, Louisiana, and uh, in the national anthem being played. I guess that would be illegal nowadays. Um, and uh, and you knew that before, you know, you knew that before the, the TV signed off. So, so spare me that, you know, there's some uh, intricate reasoning. reasoning. Uh, and again, thank you so much for those that are joining us live. We appreciate you so very much here tonight. Uh, hey, let's get into this uh, FTX, the cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, John Cordillo actually re, uh, that I thought was fascinating. And again, this is brought to you, uh, this episode 280 is brought to you by Red River Your Way. <clears throat> and uh, Red River Auto, do me a favor, do Doc a favor. And again, for some of you that are just joining, uh, I am sitting in. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. Doc and uh, Peggy went down to Florida to surprise his mom 
for her 91st, I believe, it may be 90th. I may be getting mixed up with my dad. My dad will be 91 in January. So I think maybe Doc's mom is 90, and they went down for a surprise birthday party. So I thought that was fantastic and happy to sit in and just honored that he would allow me to do so. So I'll be here with you for episode 280, then I'll be back for episode 281 and maybe episode 282, and then he'll be back uh, here on Tuesday. So, But I may get three episodes, counting this one, uh, two additional episodes in uh, before he gets back. So we'll see. But um, this is, and I was going to look and see, uh, I don't I don't have a name. I just got like a uh, stage name or a Twitter handle for this fella that, that uh, tweeted this. But this is... Uh, Though uh, FTX, uh, which is a cryptocurrency exchange uh, scandal, and let me give you a little bit of background. And I've not I've not looked into it real deep, but I've done enough to I think I can give you a cursory uh, summary of it, and then you can kind of do some research on your on your own. Uh, but um, basically, uh, what uh, what has happened uh, is this cryptocurrency exchange, this company that was supposed to be into cryptocurrency, uh, the leader or the founder is a huge Democrat donor, young guy. Uh, I think he's maybe 28, 29 years of age, something like that. And uh, <clears throat> come to find out, uh, he had like, you know, billions upon billions of dollars being uh, plowed into his uh, company uh, from individuals. And then, ironically, one of the largest institutional investors in FTX was a country uh, called Ukraine. And uh, now it's come to light that uh, Ukraine, who, who was taking money from the U.S. government, your tax dollars, taking that money and plowing it into FTX for, and I'm using air quotes here uh, that you cannot see, uh, they for investment purposes. Uh, so you're taking money meant for a war. You're investing it in FTX. The FTX people were taking this money, plowing it into the Democrat Party. So basically, what Democrats were doing uh, is is using uh, U.S. tax dollars to finance uh, Democrats. But but let's be honest, Democrats have been doing that for years uh, through the unions. Uh, that that's that's been common practice. So they've just gone they've gone worldwide now. They've they've gone international because and, and I guarantee you a lot of those international unions, especially in Europe and different places, uh, are are doing the same thing, funneling money back and funneling into uh, into the Democratic Party, uh, and uh, and so th- this is a huge, huge. It would be a huge scandal if it were Republicans, uh, but nothing will come of, out of it. Uh, if, if you get all geared up and you're listening to Fox News, you're listening to someone else talking about how this is going to be really bad. It's not. It's not because uh, you have to understand the. Uh, NSA, the CIA, the FBI, they're all ran by the administrative state. The administrative state is Republican and Democrat, but they all work together. And uh, if it's someone that uh, supports uh, their one world order, someone that supports the administrative state, someone that supports big government, uh, they're never going to, they're never going to have 
uh, a SWAT team with 40 people kicking down their doors with submachine guns and, uh, you know, boats and SWAT gear kicking down their door at 5 a.m. in the morning. That's not going to happen. That only happens to people who are uh, politicians who are fighting uh, the uh, the status quo are people connected staff members of people fighting the status quo that does not uh, so so just rest easy don't get your blood pressure up don't get fired up about it because it's not going to happen you know that and I know that the Democrats uh, and moderate Republicans listen Mitch McConnell's uh, father-in-law and and family has uh, you know uh, uh, I, I believe it, it, it's either China or Taiwan. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's China, and they have been doing uh, all kind of trading for years. The FBI hadn't looked at them. They're Republicans, but the FBI hasn't even given them a sniff. Barbara Boxer uh, had a spy working for her, and uh, not not a not a sniff. Uh, and so that's your uniparty. And the FBI is not going to, because they protect their own. Uh, and so uh, the the establishment Republicans and the Democrats are all big government and they're all big administrative state uh, advocates. And so the FBI being part of that uh, they are ne- the, the higher ups, the brass. Are, they are never going to pursue them for anything. Uh, you saw uh, politicians, um, uh, especially radical Democrats, calling for violence, and violence was was perpetrated upon conservatives. Uh, cunt- uh, cities were burnt down. Uh, entire blocks of, of businesses burnt down. Did anybody go to jail over that? No, because that's that's all protected. It's 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 a it's a good old boys club. That's that's the bottom line. So let's dig into this. John Cordillo, this is brought to you by Red River Auto Group. RedRiverAutoGroup.com uh, is a great, great. Uh, let me make sure that I get the, because uh, uh, Red River Your Way is their online uh, company. Uh, and it's RedRiverAuto.com. So you can go to RedRiverYourWay.com or you can go to RedRiverAuto.com, either one. Find a car. If you're looking for a car for your husband or wife, you're looking for a car for your kids, uh, a friend is looking for a car, say, look, let's support somebody that is liberty-minded. Let's let's don't go to the McClarty dealerships and uh, some of these big, huge dealerships that are owned by uh, woke corporations. They're owned by huge conglomerates, and they're all a part of this uh, huge uh, a wave toward wokeism. Uh, do business with a patriot, and and so many people are buying cars online now. Go to RedRiverAuto.com or RedRiverYourWay.com. Tell them that Doc sent you. Uh, tell them say, hey man, I've been listening to the Doc Washburn show, and and man, I just appreciate you. I want to least. I may not be able to buy a car from you. It may you know I may can find it cheaper where I am or whatever. Uh, but look, I'm going to at least give you a, a an opportunity. I I want uh, Mitch Ward and the people at Red River Auto Group to know uh, that we appreciate them, that you appreciate them, and if we can, we want to buy from uh, Patriots. So uh, let's dig into this. Let's dig into FTX, uh, which, by the way, I believe, if I remember right, Enron uh, was a forty. Uh, Forty billion dollar, forty billion. I'm sorry, twenty three billion dollar uh, scam uh, Enron, where they were taking money, uh, and it was just a Ponzi scheme. 
and so uh, this this FTX scheme uh, is purported to be over fifty billion. So it's double. It's more than double. Uh, now Enron was a bunch of uh, Ken Lay, and those guys were a lot of Republicans. Uh, they were crooked as a dog's hind leg, uh, and they went to prison, and they well should have gone to prison. Uh, but watch FTX. No, not only will no one go to prison. I don't believe the FBI even sniffs this. I don't believe, and if it they do. It'll be a sacrificial lamb, and, and I'll even eat crow, even if it's just if it's for uh, you know just for show, uh, and they they send somebody to prison. I will be shocked beyond belief. It just doesn't happen uh, to moderate Republicans and to uh, Democrats, uh, which I'm sorry I repeated myself there, but but they're one and the same. When the uniparty does wrong. Um, that there's 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 a, we have a duplicitous a judicial system one for conservatives and then one for the uniparty and the uniparty is protected at all times and then Republicans uh, are thrown into uh, jail for uh, a, 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 as soon as they can find uh, reason to do so so let's let's look at a true scandal as opening for the Biden administration April 25th 2019 Biden announces his presidential campaign 13 la- days later Sam Bankman uh, fried and that's probably pronounced freed f r i e d Sam Bankman freed son of Barbara freed uh, Stan- Stanford professor and co-founder of political fundraising organization mind the gap launches FTX crypto exchange. So 13 days later, after Biden announces his campaign for governor, you remember when Biden said, we're putting together the largest uh, fraud, election fraud operation ever known? Remember when he said that? Listen, the guy is so disconnected uh, cerebrally that uh, I think he probably, uh, he wasn't saying, uh, he, he he was saying it, but he didn't realize he was saying it. Uh, so April 25th, 2019, uh, uh, Biden announces his presidential campaign on uh, what? Uh, May the, uh, let's see, what will be three, May 10th, something like that. Sam Bankman uh, Freed uh, announces uh, or launches FTX. Okay. The exchange is magically an overnight success. Uh SBF becomes biggest donor to Biden. So Sam Bankman Freed, son of Barbara Freed, the Stanford professor, professor, co-founder of political fundraising organization, Mind the Gap. Do a little research on them. We'll come back around to them later. The exchange is magically an overnight success. Uh, this founder, Sam Bankman Freed, becomes the biggest donor to Biden. Uh, on, then on election day, when Biden is uh, uh, fraudulently put into office, uh, FTX implodes completely. Now, now, I want you to think about this. What is that, nine months uh, from May, which would be, what, the fourth month to November's the, the seventh month? Um, is, is uh, I'm sorry, is the 11th month, so that's seven months from May uh, to uh, April is the fourth month, fifth month. To le- so si- in six months, FTX goes to be in uh, this phenomenal uh, uh, store success story. And then on election day, it implodes completely. Okay. Are you with me so far? 
All right. If you think this scandal is done, so if you stop right there and say, okay, FTX starts, they bring it, they rake in billions of dollars. Then in six months, uh, oh, and by the way, their CEO becomes the largest donor to Biden uh, instantly. And in six months, uh, it uh, it implodes uh, and goes away on election day. So if you think that, you know, if that's suspect enough, enough it goes much deeper. So Gabe Bankman-Fried, brother to Sam, also a former uh, Wall Street uh, trader, is, is founder of Guardian Against Pandemics. He was a legislative correspondent to the U.S. House of Representatives and an advisor to large political donors in the Democratic Party. The family aunt, Linda Freed, is a WEF, that's World Economic Forum member on the Global Agenda Council on Aging. The father, Joseph Bankman, is a Stanford professor who has lobbied on behalf of the hedge fund managers before Congress. Uh, FTX Head of Ventures and Commercial at FTX Ventures, Amy Wu, started with the Clinton Foundation years ago. So these are some of the people connected uh, to FTX. Um, uh, Head of Ventures and Commercial at FTX is Amy Wu, who started with the Clinton Foundation. Nishad Singh, uh, FTX Director of Engineering, has spent over $8 million for Democrats. And finally, Obama's Commodity Features Trading, Futures Trading Commissioner, Mark Wetgen, was literally the head of FTX policy and regulation. Reports were the organization wanted to spend over a billion dollars on the Democratic Party in 2024. A massive, massive money money laundering operation has just been broken open. Uh, and and I suspect when it comes to John Solomon, when it comes to Sarah Carter, uh, when it comes to Julie Kelly, there'll be a lot more uh, that will become of this. I, I tell you somebody that will be all over this, like White on Rice is Glenn Green, Greenwald. Uh, even though he's not a conservative, he's, he's actually very liberal. Uh, he's a true reporter. And uh, I think he'll be uh, very, very interested in this as well, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see quite a bit uh, come of this. So, uh, just first glance, it looks like this is uh, got a lot, a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, uh, legs. And uh, but again, uh, you know, we've seen it over and over. We've seen BLM burn down. Uh, block after block of, of cities, uh, and no one, very few people go to jail. Uh, we see people, uh, you know, protest at the, at the Capitol, uh, and uh, they're still in jail, uh, what, 300-plus days later. Uh, I, I found that uh, Nevada was the other one. Nevada population, 3 million. Arizona population, 7 million. Florida population, 22 million. Nevada Nevada has 3 million people. It took them five days to count the vote. Arizona, uh, Nevada has 3 million people. It took them five days to count the vote. Arizona has 7 million people. It took them five days to count the vote. Florida has 22 million people. They had all the vote counted and reported in one night. So uh, you do what you want to do, right? If you slow walk it, you slow walk it. Last I heard, Cary Lake actually was up by 160,000 votes. There's still quite a few votes out. Uh, but you know and I know, the, the, the Democrats, have you seen a vote delayed that a Republican has won? Somebody else, that's not, uh, that's not at all um, 
uh, original with me, but someone asked that question on Twitter. <clears throat> Have you seen a vote that was delayed for days and end up Republicans winning? Uh, I think the last one was George W. Bush. I mean, you know, that took, what, 35, 40 days. Amazingly, I remember staying up, and you probably did too. I stayed up to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, waiting that results. Little did I know it would, you know, it'd be 30, 40 days later. I think it was 35 days for some reason uh, before that actually was uh, resolved. And uh, so anyway, uh, something else that I wanted to kind of, uh, I wanted to relate to the Kerry Lake uh, situation. Uh, and, and I'll get into this more with the uh, episode 281 because I want to talk about DeSantis and Trump and, and all that that's going on. I think I've, I've got a little different angle, uh, but I will give you a spoiler. I'm Trump 100 and uh, 100 million percent, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I alluded to it on a previous episode when I sat in for Doc, uh, but I'll tell you why I am 100 percent. Uh, doc. Uh, but, but what I would like to say is uh, that uh, uh, we have a real problem. And, and when I say a real problem, let, please let me clarify. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a problem with Democrats voting Democrat. Uh, that's their business. If, you, if you're that uh, daft, then, then go right ahead. I can't help you. Um, what I have a problem with is indoctrination camps uh, and then those people in those indoctrination camps, i.e. public schools and, and universities, uh, being indoctrinated using taxpayers' dollars, and then those people vote uh, Democrat. I have a problem with that. I don't have a vote, problem with them voting Democrat because they're big boys and girls and they can vote for whom they uh, wish. That's their choice. What I have a problem with is uh, – conservative, and let me back up, in conservative states, in red states, tax dollars being used to indoctrinate young people. And Republicans are so uh, inept and so unwilling to fight. Uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who just took over here, if she does it, I'll, I'll come on here and apologize if Doc allows me back on, and I'll be happy to apologize. Uh, but the first act I would make if I were governor is I would go in and I would start uh, I would start putting in guardrails uh, that if you indoctrinate, if you if you suppress uh, equal. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't mind a Marxist talking in college. I. I want kids to be exposed to lie the lie of Marxism, the lie of socialism and communism. Uh, but I want uh, freedom, and I want liberty, and I want true history uh, to have equal footing, and then let those people make. Uh, uh, let let those young people make decisions. But when you have places like Arizona, Arizona State University uh, and the campus votes are for the Democrat, 96%, uh, 4% for the Republican. Uh, Katie Hobbs got 96% of the vote at Arizona State. Carrie Lake got 4%. When you have places like University of uh, Texas where 85 90% of uh, UT uh, uh, students voted for Beto O'Rourke, uh, and then, um, or is it Rorick, Beto? I don't, I don't even know his name. Uh, I, what I do know is that he and Stacey Abrams has, has uh, blown through about a bi- close to a billion dollars 
of of Democratic Party, or I guess of FTX and Ukraine uh, taxpayer dollars that was laundered in, uh, and still hadn't won anything. Um, but my problem is not Arizona is Arizona State uh, students voting for Katie Hobbs. That's you know if you're that you know, dense, you know, knock yourself out. Uh, I, my problem is not for the tea sippers at UT to vote for Beto O'Rourke. Uh, that's their business. My problem is, is when uh, Texas and U.S. tax dollars are used at the University of Arizona and at the University of Texas to uh, brainwash students uh, and, and, and not have the equal footing. That's my problem. And so... Um, uh, here's the question: Why do Republican governors put up with that? Why, if, if especially states that have been ran by by Republicans for years, why do you put up with that? I'm going to tell you why: Because you have the same administrative. I'm telling you, as a former state legislator, I can tell you this unequivocally: that you have the same administrative. Um, uh, state in uh, on a much smaller level on the state level, just like you do on the national level. Just like you have in Washington, you have uh, are out right outside of Washington D.C. and in, in the Virginia suburbs, Northern Hampton Road area. It's it's full of um, it's it's full of consultants. It's the same thing here in Little Rock. It's the same thing in your capital, wherever you live. That. Um, the people with the money, the people giving the money to the politicians, uh, they control uh, what is done. And it's inexplicably uh, linked, and, and it's just, it, you, you just, it's just mind-blowing how much power uh, the, uh, the county uh, associations, the, the uh, education lobby uh, has in a little state like Arkansas. Uh, we we don't even have true uh, school choice in Arkansas. We have a super majority of Republican legislators, and we still don't have true uh, school choice uh, b- because the the education lobby uh, runs the the schools and or, or runs the legislature uh, or runs it partially, and and so you'll have you know you'll have. Republicans who get, you know, just elected a new pro tem of the Senate, uh, got the uh, a second term uh, House leader, and I served on committee with with one of those, a great guy, super nice guy, but he's never going to fight the education committee uh, or education lobby. He's not going to fi- fight the other lobbyists because it's it's you know they they have to they have to look at each other in the country clubs and in their you know private clubs and their different places and their fundraisers, and uh, it's it's uh, listen liberty is hard work. Uh, gaining back uh, our election election integrity integrity is going to be really really dirty nasty work uh, and i'm getting into tomorrow's uh uh podcast so i'm going to i'm going to lay off right there uh but there listen there's a reason things stay the same it's the same reason that you and i stay the same it's the same reason that uh once you've gained too much weight uh you you tend to keep that weight on and it keeps ticking up because taking it off is hard uh the reason that you uh you know didn't get that master's degree because 
you know, once you get a family and you get a job, going to school is hard. You know, the, the good stuff is hard. It's difficult. So you got to have people that are willing to do the hard thing. And uh, election integrity is hard. It's, it's hard. It's easy to talk about, uh, but it's really hard to do. And, uh, and it's, it's not easy. It's not, it's not cut and dried. Uh, and so, listen, uh, the, the way these politicians are now, uh, if it's not easy, it, it's not going to happen. I mean, just that that's just bottom line. It's not going to happen. So uh, so what do, what do we do? And here's another thing. Uh, and again, I'm going to get into uh, I'll get into a little bit of uh, I'm trying to think if I want to delve in at all tonight to why the uh, the GOP was so disappointing. I mean, I know why and I, and I, I I'm, I'm ready I'm just trying to decide if if I if I want to uh, delve there because I'm going to talk about Trump and DeSantis as well. Um, let me think about that. We'll we'll come back to that. I also want to talk to you about uh, one one more time. RedRiverAuto.com. Great people. Listen, if you're looking for a car, check out RedRiverAuto.com. They are great people. I'm also very excited about some new things coming up. Uh, the end of the year, first year, we have some great new announcements, a lot of great things coming up. We're going to make the show better and better. Uh, Doc always does a phenomenal job. I've never seen anybody work as hard at preparing for a show that Doc does. And uh, tell your friends about it. Get get other people involved. We're gonna we're gonna have merch, and we're gonna you know uh, t-shirts and hats, and do some fun things. And and uh, we got a newsletter, and and a lot of fun things we're going to have, and stay in better contact with you. We just you know we we all have businesses and jobs and things. Doc's really the only. Uh, full-time employee and the rest of us, you know, uh, that invest with Doc are, uh, you know, we have other lives and other things going on. So, uh, but we're going to, we're going to uh, just kind of ratchet up everything and a lot of great opportunities. And one of those great opportunities uh, has been with us from the beginning, and that is TurnMyPowerOn.com. TurnMyPowerOn.com uh, is a great, great uh, company. And Doc is a huge believer in TurnMyPowerOn.com. Uh, uh, TurnMyPowerOn.com is, uh, is a medical procedure. Uh, it is, uh, in fact, here in Arkansas, they have the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center. It's a, the powerful health-boosting secret you probably never heard about. Uh, because it's solely practiced by a very limited number of doctors today. Upper cervical uh, care is not widely known across the world. In fact, many patients are surprised and even and especially relieved when they first learn of the existence and effectiveness. Developed in the 30s by Dr. Uh, B.J. Palmer, uh, it brings patients a more natural approach to the relief of diagnosed conditions and health issues without traditional surgical or medicinal treatments. If you're experiencing pain, symptoms, or have a uh, received a diagnosis, refer to uh, the symptom page at TurnMyPowerOn.com for a list of some of the health problems that can be corrected through uh, this upper cervical uh, uh, treatment. And so I think it's going to be uh, 
It's, it's going to be phenomenal for you. TurnMyPowerOn.com. So uh, go there and find out about the objective of the upper cervical uh, center, uh, TurnMyPowerOn.com, to restore the body's natural ability to heal itself. Uh, and so uh, Doc is a huge, huge believer uh, in this, and it's been uh, phenomenal for he and Peggy and a lot of his family members. And so when uh, when he he started the show, when we started talking about the show, he said, "Man, I've got to have uh, the crab trees." Uh, that's the doctors that he's under their care, a husband and wife team here in Arkansas. Now, if you're not in Arkansas, go to turnmypoweron.com and then go to uh, the find a doctor. It's right there at the top. Find a doctor and uh, and find you a doctor that uh, that can help you. I also have a phone number uh, up there in the top right hand corner of turnmypoweron.com. And uh, if you can't find a doctor, call them. And there may be a doctor close by uh, that they may can refer you to. So, uh, But if you're in Arkansas, we have a lot of people drive two and three hours. So if you're in Arkansas, turnmypoweron.com. If you're not, go there, find a doctor. So I uh, want to delve into a couple of reasons. We're not going to spend much time on this because I may come back to it tomorrow. So I don't want to spend much time on it. But I do want to delve into a little bit of why I think there was such a low turnout. I, I I will say this: it was it had nothing to do with Donald Trump. In fact, I even mentioned this in one of my uh, later time or more recent times that I sat in for Doc was that uh, a the Republican Party spent uh, so much money trying to to beat uh, MAGA candidates in the primaries uh, that it did two things: one. Uh, that it actually defeated a handful. And secondly, so many of those MAGA candidates spent money they normally would not have had to spend uh, against their own party, against Mitch McConnell and and against Kevin McCarthy. And so it's just like Republicans to try to defeat conservatives and then blame the other conservatives for them not being elected. That's what you have in in essence. Throw into that... uh, the Democratic Party funneling a hundred million dollars, uh, or more than that, much more than that. Uh, their goal was to funnel a billion. Uh, we don't know to date how much they actually funneled in, but it was hundreds of millions of dollars uh, into races. Uh, and listen, those those are not just TV ads. You have to understand that's not just TV ads. That's not just billboards or newspaper or radio. Um, but that is also paying uh, clergy and paying people to take people to the polls and paying union members and paying huge swaths of, of people to vote. It is, uh, listen, if they will funnel taxpayer dollars to finance campaigns, don't think for a moment uh, they won't pay people to vote. Uh, they they certainly do. And so... Um, that that's some of it, but all this felt false narrative. Plus, uh, I'll just tell you when when I uh, I'm trying to think if I want to go here. 
Um, I, I'll just say this. when The first time I realized that Donald Trump was my guy was when I realized the, the establishment, the media, and the Democrats all were against him. And I said, that's my guy. Because I don't trust the media, I don't trust Democrats, and I don't trust establishment. And so, if, and, and that's the uniparty, the media, the uh, traditional uh, Republicans and Democrats, that is the uniparty. So when the uniparty is... Um, is is all against this guy. They're all ganging up. Everybody in the debate. There's there's 44 people, not literally, but figuratively, on the stage, and uh, every single one of them, uh, they're they're in, uh, in in concert in unison against Donald Trump. I said, man, that's my guy. I, I, that's that's the guy right there. David Chappelle did a comedy bit, I guess Saturday night, maybe on Saturday Night Live, and I just saw a clip of it, and. Uh, you know, he said, uh, man, he said, Donald Trump basically came out at the first debate and said, uh, you know, uh, because I think one of the moderators said, well, how do you know crooked stuff's going on? He said, because I use the system, you know, and, and Dave Chappelle said basically what, what Donald Trump did. He came out of the big house and said, hey, man, inside there. Uh, they're, you know, they're they're using your tax dollars to pad their pockets, and they're using, uh, you know, they're all working together against you, and uh, and and they said, well, how do you know that? He said, because I, I use the system, you know, I've been a part of it, and so it took somebody like that. Now I, I won't I won't go any farther than that, but I will uh, that'll suffice uh, for uh, tonight on on that subject at least. So uh, again. Uh, the FTX thing, uh, dig into it uh, for yourself. Also look at uh, and keep an eye on the Kerry Lake situation. Uh, another thing is that they called the race uh, that uh, Kelly in Arizona against, uh, let's see, I'm sorry, I, I and, and I, I know his name well as I know my own, and I can't, uh, I can't think of it, but anyway, the guy that ran against, the, the Republican ran, ran against Kelly, um, and um, he, you know, uh, with 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 still, what, what was it? Sixty uh, percent of the vote in they called it, and it was it wasn't even that uh, big of a, you know, big of a a, a, a difference between the voters, uh, and so. Uh, also, there. I want to say this: they're, they're looking at probably the uh, the Republicans will keep the House. And my thing is, big deal. If Kevin McCarthy stays in power, uh, big deal. I'd love to see Donald Trump. Did you know that it, uh, it, the, the Constitution does not say? And I think most of you know this. You're a really smart audience. That the Constitution does not detail that the Speaker of the House has to be an, a, a member of the House, uh, but a lot of people say that. But what they don't uh, they forget about is there's not been a time in the history that the Speaker has not been uh, a House member. So, uh, and typically you have to have a few Democrat uh, votes. Um, uh, or you have to have every single one of the Republicans when you have a narrow majority. So, uh, but hey, if we can get uh, if if we can get a uh, a few, uh, if we can get a handful of uh, of Republicans that will, you know, if we if we can get somebody 
uh, that will uh, be the the speaker of the house and will uh, you know just just run interference and block whatever Joe Biden's trying to do. Uh, that's that's enough for me. Uh, I thought uh, Lee Zeldin did a wonderful job in. Um, and I got within six points of the governor of New York, a Republican. That's unheard of. And so don't forget, when you hear things like, you know, Republicans just got trounced, uh, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I'm gonna, there was no reason to vote for a Republican. That's just the bottom line. There, there was no reason to vote for Republicans. Why? Uh, so you can keep the same old, same old? Uh, also, you had the same problems in the same areas that you had in 2020. Uh, how did you think that was going to be different? And then you have no if, – if you'd have had Republicans coming out and said, hey uh, – and you did have a few, but but I'm talking about in unison. You know, uh, if you they'd have come out and said Mitch McConnell will not be uh, the Senate Majority Leader and uh, Kevin McCarthy will not be the Speaker of the House – You'd had much. I think you'd had much better results, uh, but people are just not into the same old same old. You know, they're just not. Uh, and so uh, you can you can be mad at people, and you can be upset, and and uh, if you want to be, but uh, you know that's the that's the bottom line. I mean, it's just that's just that's just the way it is. It, it doesn't matter uh, if you like it or you don't like it. Uh, and I certainly don't like what uh, what happened. Uh, and how it happened, but at the same time, it's just, uh, you know, you, you keep doing the same thing, you keep getting the same results. That's the, that's the bottom line. So, um, and so, uh, I, I think, uh, again, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off on this. Why I think Trump is the MAGA's best hope, uh, because I want to save that for the next show. And I think it's going to, uh, I, I think uh, I'm going to be able to uh, open some things up and, and show you some things uh, that maybe you haven't thought about. I do want to uh, spend these last 15 minutes or so with you and talk about the extreme hypocrisy of the Democratic Party. Uh, now, this is this is nothing new to you. You know this as well as anybody. Uh, but I, I want to show you the extreme um hypocrisy. And, and what, what brought this to light was I actually was helping a, uh, a, a lady here in North Little Rock running for the city council. And uh, because she had, and I think I mentioned this uh, briefly one day that I was on here, and she has the present uh, mayor, who's a Democrat, uh, even though it's a nonpartisan, they are all Democrats. Uh, it's a very swing area. And when I was elected the as the uh, state representative for this area uh, where I live, uh, I actually beat an incumbent Democrat. I was the first Republican ever elected to since Reconstruction in that seat. Uh, and I knocked on every single door, and I told everybody that uh, if I get elected, uh, I'm going to vote against uh, Medicaid expansion. I told uh, anybody that would listen to me, I'm going to vote against Medicaid expansion. I had blacks, I had Hispanics, I had liberal whites. Uh, some, no one was ever rude to me. Uh, some were less friendly, uh, but I had a few Hispanics, a few black folks look me in the eye and say, I'm going to vote for you just because uh, you looked at me and you knew probably what 
I was and and, and uh, what my persuasions were vote wise. And you told me what you were going to do, and uh, you know I, I know you 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 didn't tell me what you thought I wanted to hear, and 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 that's the thing. I think people respect that more than anything. But anyway, this lady's running for uh, re-election. She's actually the incumbent, and uh, she ran uh, against the former uh, party leader of the Democrat Party in Arkansas, son. And they had uh, four, uh, three former mayors, uh, two from uh, three mayors, uh, one mayor, two former mayors of North Little Rock, one the present mayor of North Little Rock, so three mayors in North Little Rock, the mayor, the former mayor of Little Rock, uh, all types of dignitaries, all types of uh, CEOs and big uh, money people, uh, they raised thirty thousand dollars for a city council seat. Those seats normally, if you raise ten thousand dollars, you do well. And they raised thirty thousand. She raised probably twelve, thirteen because she was the incumbent. She was endorsed by the police and the fire. She's a great uh, patriot, a great. She's conservative, um, and she knocked on every door. And right now, we go tomorrow night for the provisional vote count. And we're down by three votes. Now, here's the fascinating part: is at midnight Tuesday night of the vote, uh, we're up by 33 votes, and the, uh, the her opponent calls and concedes and says, "Well, you won 33 votes." Uh, and then he calls right back and says, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I was just told, because this guy's not, he's not politically connected at all, but his dad and everybody else is, said, oh, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, they just called back and said that uh, they found uh, some more votes. They didn't count some votes. And so now you're down by seven votes. So they found, what would that be, 33 uh, and seven is 40. So they found 40 votes. And uh, she had thirty-three, a thirty-three-vote lead. Now they found uh, forty votes. Now he's up by seven. By the next morning, uh, he's lost four of those votes somehow, and now she's only down by three votes. And then the, we open the provisional votes on Monday at five fifteen, and then we open the military votes uh, Friday afternoon at seven fifteen, I believe. So. Um, that is what Democrats do. When they don't have enough votes, they go find the votes. And so we have to fix this. We have to fix it that you have a cutoff and you got to get the votes in and votes are, have to be in by this time. If you want to buy a lottery ticket and you want to win the lottery, you got to buy a ticket by 759 because we're announcing the, the winner at eight o'clock. And that's, that's what needs to happen. Um, and so uh, as long as we have uh, this ability to hang on and hang on and hang on, this stuff is going to happen over and over and over and over again. It, it just is. Uh, and so we, we have to fix it. Uh, do we need money to fix it? Yeah. Do we need people to fix it? Yes. we got great people like Colonel Conrad Reynolds here in Arkansas uh, who— uh, his his race in the primary was a total travesty against French Hill. There was all kind of stuff, uh, in my own opinion, that uh, there's anomalies, mathematical anomalies in that race uh, that are simply impossible that uh, happen in that race. And so 
there's a lot of work to be done. And some people doing great work in that area is people like Patriot Mobile, and they are a proud sponsor of the Doc Washburn Show. If you are needing um, uh, mobile service and you're not satisfied, my wife and I were paying over, uh, what was it, uh, almost $300 a month for two mobile phones for, for the lines and, you know, uh, limitless, unlimited data and so forth. Uh, we're, you know, and you can get that now, uh, but we're not paying that anymore. You know, Doc had uh, a similar situation, and uh, and and now we're paying. You know, what was it, forty or fifty bucks a, a, a month uh, per line? So you can save a ton of money uh, at Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com. Don't forget when you go to patriotmobile.com, put in the code word Doc D O C. Put in Doc and let them know that you heard it from. Uh, Patriot Mobile. Just go there and find out what they will do, what they can do, how much it will cost you. You will be amazed. It's easy. It's painless. Uh, and right now, if uh, if you will go put in the code word DOC, you can get uh, your service and you can get transferred over and cost you absolutely nothing to do that. Uh, and so go ahead and get that done. Uh, and uh, start saving money today. Listen, if you want to start saving money, uh, start with your mobile. That's one of the greatest places to do it. And we've got great people like Patriot Mobile helping us, and uh, we appreciate them, and we want you to support Patriot Mobile, support support Red River Auto, uh, com and support TurnMyPowerOn.com, uh, three of our great sponsors, and we are so, so uh, very thankful for each and every uh, one of them. Uh, so let's close out uh, the podcast uh, this evening uh, by talking about what uh, can possibly be done uh, about the um, the election integrity uh, in this nation. Uh, and and the problem is uh, is is twofold. One is that elections. Uh, are fragmented and, and and intentionally so. Elections are fragmented in, by municipalities, by counties. They're not all connected, you know, in one big uh, data dump nationally. And so it makes it really hard. The infrastructure makes it really hard. It's much like uh, our uh, power grid. Our power grid is connected, but it's separate. So when you have one power grid go down, another one goes down. Uh, you can get them all offline real easy. The problem is getting them all back online, and so um, and so it is with voting. It's uh, you know th- th- there's not the connectivity uh, to do a wholesale uh, a wholesale uh, uh, makeover technology wise. But what you can do is you can put teeth into all of this uh, problem of voting. You can, and I'm very hesitant uh, about any type of federal overreach into state elections and into local elections. Very, very careful. Uh, but I do think you need some uniform standards on when votes need to be in. I think uh, one one huge thing, probably the biggest thing you could do right now, uh, and listen, don't ever forget this. Republicans were, uh, they were a part of the mail-in vote uh, movement, okay? 
uh, because and here's why Republicans did not want to be seen as being anti-vote, um, you know, uh, vote access, voter access, uh, ballot access. And so, so so many people that, you know, are in the pandemic. Well, it was Republicans that put people on lockdown. It was Donald Trump. It was, it was his minions that put people on lockdown. Um, and, and, and a lot of Republican governors put people on lockdown. But, but six, nine months before that, when that stuff was going through the legislature, Republicans did not stop it and, and, uh, allowed that vote by mail. Uh, and so listen, the pandemic that never was, uh, and when I say never was, didn't mean people didn't get sick, didn't mean people didn't die. It means that locking people down didn't work, hasn't worked, won't work. Uh, and so you can stop the mail-in ballots now. You can stop that. And if somebody has a handicap sticker, if somebody is is uh, is not able to, that's one thing. But this wholesale mail-in ba- uh, voting has to stop, and you will cut out the majority of this fraud if you'll stop the mail-in voting. But let me tell you something. Republicans, if Republicans had 300 House seats, I don't know if that's even possible. I think 280 or two, something like 280 is the most, uh, maybe they've had over 300, I don't know. But anyway, let's say they had 300 uh, House seats and they had the the Senate and they had the, the presidency. I don't think you'd still get them to rescind uh, mail-in voting. And you know why? Because they they do not want to be looked at as being, uh, you know, tyrants and, and to be anti-access to ballots. Uh, and so guess what? The, the flip side of that is then you get to uh, have uh, elections dictated who wins by the Democrats for the rest of your born days. That's that's your alternative. And again, it goes back to what I talk about on a regular basis here uh, whenever I'm privileged to sit in for Doc. And that is simply this. That is uh, Republicans are, uh, their goal is to get along. Uh, their goal is to not to be looked at as radical their goal is to be accepted. Their goal is to be uh, looked at as uh, somebody uh, that is reasonable, somebody that is common sense. Uh, and as a result of that, they won't fight. They won't put up a fight. They won't work. Uh, they won't get down in the gutter and, and fight. And you've got Democrats that will take a broken bottle figuratively and, and cut your uh, juggler and Republicans are wanting to, uh, you know, have a debate and, uh, listen, these people are ruthless and, uh, they are hypocritical. I, I started out earlier and I got on a, another subject, but, uh, you know, they are so hypocritical. They will. And that's where I got on with the, the lady that I was, uh, helping. Uh, you have four male mayors who are all Democrats working hard with a male candidate, uh, to unseat a woman who's an incumbent, but they're supposed to be the, the, the party of women. Uh, it, they're such hypocrites. Uh, they say we're the party of women, but they're for uh, men posing as women, uh, defeating women in their own sports. 
they, they are the epitome of hypocrisy. They talk about voter access and fair elections, and they're the ones stealing elections. Uh, and so a uh, lot to talk about, a lot to unpack. Uh, check out that FTX story. Uh, stay close to the Arizona race. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, and we'll be talking about it some more and uh, be talking about what's going on uh, all over the place. I'm going to be talking about tomorrow about uh, DeSantis uh, versus Trump and why Trump is the way forward. Uh, I'm so thankful that you joined me here tonight. Thank you, Doc, for allowing me to be a part uh, of the Doc Washburn Show. Don't forget, share this, like it, uh, tell somebody about the Doc Washburn Show. Don't forget to support uh, our great sponsors, TurnMyPowerOn.com, RedRiverAutoGroup.com, and PatriotMobile.com. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, evening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.